Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, November the 17th, 2023. As always, 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 I give God thanks for you, not only for what he's doing in your life, but in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this. On today, I want you to know you were made for it. Every mountain high and every valley low, the Lord God himself, hallelujah, made you for it. I'm excited on this morning just because of what God is doing, not only what he's doing in me, but what he is doing in you. Our father has great things in store for us. We just got to hang on in there. We have to fight the good fight of faith. If there's a good fight, then you have to know that there's a bad fight, right? But the Bible tells us to fight the good fight of faith. And that's exactly what we're doing. When we pray the word of God, when we come in agreement, when we tell ourselves that the word is enough, I don't have to call my mama. I don't have to call my sister. I don't even have to go to my pastor, even though there's nothing wrong with going to your pastor, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm here today to tell you that the word of God is enough from Genesis to Revelation. God has laid out the map to reach our destination, right? Um, our destination of being whole, our destination of being healed, our destination of being set free, our destination of being delivered, our destination of the fruits of the spirit. The Holy Bible from Genesis to Revelation is the map. There is nothing hidden with God. The book of Ecclesiastes said, there is nothing new under the sun. There's nothing hidden with God. And so we know that everything that we need, the comfort that we need, it's in the word of God. The blessings that we need, it's in the word of God. How to live a godly lifestyle, it's in the word of God. How to have relationships, productive relationships where iron sharpens iron. It's in the word of God. How to handle our finances. It's in the word of God. How to deal with mental and emotional anguish. It's in the word of God. Everything that we need, it's in the word of God. How to have a lasting relationship. It's in the word of God, how to deal with our parents, right? And how our parents have had to deal with us and how we have to deal with our children and just children in general. It's in the word of God. Women, how are we to, or how are we to conduct ourselves? It's in the word. Men, how you are to conduct yourselves. It's in the word. There is nothing hidden. And so when people ask you about situations, be leery of your own opinion. Be leery of your own opinion. And be leery of watching other people's lives. Y'all, I'm already into Friday where I give you a word of encouragement or something to meditate on or self-reflection. Be leery 
of other people's opinions and be leery of watching other people. Danita, why do you say that, right? Because nobody knows what happens behind closed doors. Nobody knows what happens behind closed doors. But that's why the Bible says that you will know them by their fruit. You will know them by the things that they produce. Because the Bible says that what is done in the dark comes to light, right? What's done in the dark comes to light. The Bible also tells us that when you pray, go into your closet and shut the door. Because what, what happens in the dark, what happens in your private time, the fruit of your lips, what comes out of your mouth tells us what you really been up to. And if it doesn't line up, and we don't take the heeds and the warnings that God has given us, then what will happen is that God will eventually expose us or allow us to be exposed. God will eventually expose us or allow us to be exposed. But often what happens is people don't take, they don't take heed in the warning. They don't take heed in the warning or we, and I'm going to put me in that too, think that somehow it's going to be different for us. That somehow the outcome is going to be different for us. So let me give you an example. You know how sometimes you can be driving and uh, you'll see the sign at least here in the city of Indy where I am, you'll see a sign that it'll say, roll close beginning this date, right? Sometimes it'll give you the time. And they'll usually have that sign, that sign out there for people, drivers, right? To be aware, to make alternative plans early. That's the first warning. The second warning usually comes when they start put, putting up the barricades, right? Like they're, they're getting prepared. First, you just see the orange sign off to the road that says beginning, you know, November 18th, road closed from maybe this date to this date. Nonetheless, there's an early warning for you to make, for you to have a change of plans, or should I say a, a change of heart? Well, often people won't always pay attention to that. Or sometimes, even if the sign is there, they'll test it that day or the next day. And maybe the workers just haven't gotten to work yet. But as the day gets closer, you usually see them pulling out the barricades, right? Pulling out the barricades. What are people doing? They still, you know, they're going to do it all the way up until that time. And sometimes even when it clearly says it's closed, the barricades are up. What you will notice is that people will still try to drive down that street. The warning was there. You saw the barricades go up. 
Why are you still going in that direction? When you were warned way before time, <laughs> this should not be the route that you take. And often sin hmm, is quite like that. We get the warnings early. Mm, this may be a bad business deal or I feel something in my gut that maybe I shouldn't get into partnership with this person. Relationship wise, we know from the jump if we're unequally yoked from a person. We go to church, they don't. But somehow we think that because we go to church and they say, well, I love God, right? That we're going to be able to make them go to church once we get married. Then we get married and we start getting frustrated because the person never wants to go to church. Well, you knew that, right? Like the, the warning before you even fell in love, the warning before you even gave your body, the warning before you moved in together was already there. Like you, you kind of knew that, right? Um, the, the job interview, you go in and people are treating you cold and, you know, they're telling you that, you know, uh, you know, we've, we're, we've not met sales for this long, but yet we're going to try to do this or do that. And you already feel like, mm, I don't know if this is the job for me. And I don't get me wrong. Everybody needs to work. But one of the things that I learned a long time ago, uh, with the, uh, a guy who first hired me in my leadership experience, he said, you know, you need to think about this opportunity as well. He said, because this is like a marriage. It's not that we think you would be a good fit for us, but we need to make sure that we're a good fit for you. And that was something that stuck with me. So now when I go to, you know, interviews or, you know, if I'm a part of an interview, I always keep that in mind. Like the person is trying to sell themselves as a, I'm a good fit for the company. But I often wonder, do they, do they flip that and say, is the company a good fit for me? Does it, does it match my schedule with my family? You know, is this going to, you know, cause me to, to, be around some things and have to do some things that I, I really don't want to have to do, right? Because it's about the, the fit of both parties. The Bible tells us very clearly, right? That we are to take heed of what God is telling us. In fact, the Lord says, the day you hear my voice, Harden not your heart. In other words, don't become stubborn. Don't decide that when you hear my voice and I'm telling you about a certain thing that you just going to do whatever you want to do. The day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Because the Bible also tells us that rebellion is like witchcraft, meaning that when God says, give it up, and you know it's the Holy Spirit, 
You know it's the Holy Spirit. If God is telling you, go back and make amends. And you know it's the Holy Spirit. Certain things, y'all, we know the enemy is not going to tell us to do. If I do somebody wrong, and I know in my heart I've done them wrong, or I've said some things and done some things that I'm not proud of, and the Holy Spirit has told me I need to go back and apologize. The enemy is not telling me to go back and apologize. He doesn't roll like that. He wants bitterness and unforgiveness and pride to set in. Why? Because God said he hates pride. God said that if we don't forgive others, we won't be forgiven. I didn't say it. That's what the Bible says. God said, don't allow bitterness to take root in our hearts. So if the Holy Spirit, the voice of God, the spirit of God is saying, go back, go back and make amends, go back and settle the matter. And we refuse to do it. We are in rebellion. We are in witchcraft. Oh, I hope that didn't offend anyone. I hope that doesn't make you upset. But I'm not telling you what I think it is. I'm telling you what the Bible clearly, and I mean clearly says it is. We have to follow the word of God. I know you got a buddy that looks like he's living his best life. She looks like she's living her best life. And they've done everything up under the sun. They've not repented. They've not turned away. You know, but yet it looks, it looks like, it looks like, right? That everything is working out for them. Could it be? Could it be that they've already given their life over to the enemy? Because sometimes we too easily refuse what our perception is of a good lifestyle to be blessings from God. Now, who am I to judge? I don't know if they are or if they aren't, but I'm going to go back to this. You will know them by their fruit. You will know them by what they produce. Not what they talk about, but what they produce. It's like if when you go to the grocery store, we're usually able to discern quickly between, I'll use grapes, good grapes and bad grapes, good strawberries and bad strawberries. You can pick up a box of strawberries, lift them up, because sometimes from the top, you can't even tell. From the top of the strawberries and from the side, man, they look good. They're big. They're juicy. You're like, man, let's get these strawberries, right? But when you look underneath, when you lift up that little box, that little see-through box, I don't know what you call them. It's not a box. I don't know. 
but you see mold. You see things that are dried up and, and what you do, you put those strawberries right back down. Because they're bad. They're bad strawberries. It's not good fruit. And if you take those strawberries home, what that mold will do is end up spreading. It will end up spreading. And sometimes when we look at other people's lives, and I'm just, I'm being real about it. We look at things on TikTok and Facebook and the pictures and the couples singing and dancing and the homes and all of that. And we're like, man, that's a blessing. And sometimes the people are even saying, it's, it, hey, I'm blessed. But if we were to lift, lift up the box, if we were really to, to know them and to talk to them, we would know there's a lot of mold there. There's a lot of mold there. And we would rethink, do I really want to have couple goals like that? Mm -hmm. Not if I know how they became a couple. Not if I know how they became a couple. Right? Not if I not if I know, you know, the the children that suffered in the process of them becoming a couple. It might it might change my I mean some people don't care. They're so desperate, they don't care. But when you love God, and somebody could say, Well, Danita, that's judgment, you know, that could be, you know, a long time ago, this, that, and the other. I'm going to tell you that I'm not judging anybody because the Bible's clear. Vengeance is, is God's. He said that he would repay. But what I'm saying is we would look at things differently if we understood that when I go down this road, all the warning signs I should have paid attention to because now... I'm in a situation where I got to turn around and make a U-turn. I'm going to be inconvenienced in that. The warnings are not to stop you from getting to your destination. The warnings are to show you there's a better way. There's a better way. There's a better way for you to start that business. Than, than, than being deceitful, right? In your practices. There's a better way to have a, a love, a loving, God fearing relationship without you thinking that it's somebody else's husband or somebody else's wife that God sent you. He don't work like that. He, God does not work like that. God is not going to set you up in a wonderful business and you had to be deceitful to get there. That's not God. God is not going to get you to your destination and have all these different roadblocks in front of you without warning. That's not God. And if we look back on our lives, this is a time of self-reflection.
we will see the warnings that God gave us about the relationship before it fell apart, that it was going to fall apart if things didn't change. The warnings that God gave us about the financial issues, right? Because we could see that maybe we were spending more than we were making. The warning that God gave us about the job when they start putting everything in writing, every little thing that we did in writing, where God was like, mm, might be time for you to start looking because, hey, they, they're watching you, every little thing you're doing. That doesn't mean that God is not forgiving. He says he would forgive our sins as far as from the east as to the west right that he would cast them in the sea and that would he would remember them no more hallelujah i don't know about you but i'm thankful he's not like man right so if we do go past the barricades god is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and i'm grateful for that hallelujah i'm grateful for that and I'm at a place in my life where if I see the warning the first time, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Because there are some things in my life I can no longer afford to do. Nor do I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't have the energy anymore to fuss and fight with people. I don't. And I'm in a place in my life where I'm learning to protect my peace at all costs. I will be the first one to exit the room. No problem. I will be quiet. My scripture for this week or for the last couple of days, God keeps bringing it in my spirit and quiet and confidence shall be your strength. Understanding my real strength doesn't come from what I am saying it comes from my my stillness my quietness and my confidence in God not in me because apart from him I am nothing and can do nothing make no mistake about it it is through Christ and Christ alone so guys I love you all I hope you enjoyed my little mini sermon this morning huh that's funny isn't it but I hope you enjoyed it um, and that it blessed you, not just enjoyed it, but that you found joy in it and that the joy of the Lord is your strength, knowing that the word of God, right? That everything that I try to say, I try to give you the word because God brings it back into remembrance uh, to me. I don't want to talk to you about what I feel and what I think, because what I feel and what I think at the end of the day, y'all, it really doesn't matter. Why do I say that? Because what I do and what you do, we only going to be held accountable to God, him and him alone. You ain't going to be held accountable to me. I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in, but you will be held accountable to God. Have an awesome day. Love you all. Bye-bye.